Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. I'm Jared Haven, and yes, once again, we need to rename this podcast Help, I Suck at Podcasting because you guessed it, Dean's going to be a few minutes late, but he will be on the podcast shortly. And until then, we have a very special guest who is joining us. Uh, I forget where you are in the world, Raven, but it is Raven. Man, I hope I don't screw up Adam's and yours last name that badly. <laughs> Raven Gottschalk. That's pretty good, yeah. Well, it's pretty good. How do you actually say it? Um, it's like you stick your finger in a socket and you got shocked. Oh, so it's got shocked. <laughs> yeah. Got shocked. That's, That's the easiest awesome. way to explain it. Yeah, but any any way works, so it's fine. So, did you officially legally change your last name? I did, and oh my gosh, they asked Adam and I to go to Paradise to like host a date. I'm sure they asked you and Ashley, whatever, but I couldn't go because. I'm getting my last name changed on my passport. So I don't have my passport. And Shut up. Yeah, so we didn't get to go because of that. And then obviously last year we didn't go because we were pregnant like you guys. So Yeah, well, I'm sorry that you missed out on Paradise. But the good thing is they'll <laughs> definitely invite you back next year. Yeah, and you know, I'm like, when do, when do, when do we get to the point where we're like, ah, we'll like make it a rear view moment for us or we don't go back. But I don't know. It's always fun to go, you know? It's the best to go. Anytime yeah. they call and ask Ashley and I, we're like, are you sure? Because we'll be on that plane. Like, we're <laughs> yeah. coming. If you guys Wait, ask. did Ashley change her name or no? She hasn't changed it legally yet. She's uh, so lazy. It's such a process. No, I get it. It's a process. Like, this has been a year in the making, over a year in the making for me, and I still don't have my passport, so. Jesus. I yeah, I, so she tells everybody that she's just Ashley, like an Eddie Haven. But yeah. uh, she hasn't legally changed it. And honestly, I, I don't care. You know, Dawson yeah. has. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's really up to her. Because the thing is, totally. the Ike and Eddie name is Dunzo. Yeah. If, if she changes because. Doesn't carry it on. It doesn't, you know, they're not going to carry it on because there's uh, two brothers, her dad and her uncle, that have the last name Ike and Eddie. And her uncle never had kids. And her dad had two girls. Wow, what a burden she has to carry. So I love the last name Ike and Eddie. I don't want it yeah, to die off. Do. It's it's such a great one. I think it's better than Haven. So I like both. Oh well, much appreciated. So <laughs> I didn't care. Like, I mean, I was I just wanted Dawson to have my last name, but we could have Her. incorporated Ike and Eddie as well, but she didn't want to do that. She liked yeah. the name that we had picked out. So yeah. uh, anyway, Raven, how are you? Where where do you, you guys live in Austin, right? Dallas. We're in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. So Austin, Dallas. It all kind of like runs together. Big city in Texas. It's, you know, whatever. Is who's from Dallas? Adam? No, Adam's actually from LA. And um when we met, when he went on the show, he had already been living here for a few years. So I think this is Adam's 10th anniversary of living in Texas. So I just followed him here. 
You guys aren't Cowboys fans, are you? No, not. I mean, we're just like, I will go to a Cowboys game. I have Cowboy gear. I will, I will participate, but we're not diehard over here. All right. That's good. That's all I care about. Uh, So Raven, uh, first of all, how are you? How's mom life? How's married life? How's everything? It's good. I know you guys are like probably right along the same boat because I message Ashley every once in a while. I'm like, oh, like their lo- their ch- hair is changing color at the same time. We're like, you know, they're only two weeks apart. We we're going through it together. So it's been cool to kind of have Ashley there too. But it's been really good. It's all a balancing act. And I feel like if we would, our wedding got postponed like three times during COVID. So had we gotten married earlier, we would have had children earlier. So I feel like this is perfect for us. Like we got married, got pregnant and did it all in one year. You know, we had our one year anniversary brought when we were like celebrating our one year of being, you know, finding out we had the baby. So it was perfect. It's been so good. It's like exactly what we both wanted. So that's made it really fun. You know, it's been really nice that you went through this with Ash, because, you know, I've only met, I think I've only met you and Adam once, but I feel such a kinship with you guys because yeah. Ashley talks about you all the time and how you guys message back and forth and how you were going through similar, you know, times during your pregnancy. Yes. Um, and so it's it's been really nice because, you know, I, Ashley, she moved to Rhode Island for me. She's a little bit of a yes. fish out of water. She's very close with my family, but... Uh, it was really nice to have someone um, that she felt, you know, close with while going through the pregnancy. So I appreciate you being, you know, yeah, and she uh, was, friends with my like, wife. <laughs> oh, I feel the same with her too. Like bonding with her over that was just so nice because when you're, it's also just so weird when you get pregnant because you think all of your other friends that have gone during it through it are going to really ride with you during the time. And they're not because they're busy with their own life and their own children. And so yeah. you really have to hold on to people that are like in the same exact stage as you. And Ashley and I were so neck and neck. I'm pretty sure she was the first person I told my birth story too, because I was laying in the hospital bed and she messaged me and I was just got out of the C-section recovering. And I was like voice messaging Ashley, telling her all about it because I kept telling her she had such a kind of hard time during her pregnancy. She's going to have the most beautiful delivery. Mm-hmm. And I had the most beautiful pregnancy and then had the hardest delivery. So we were like, comparing notes on a lot of things. Which yeah, is- you guys were pretty much opposites because yes, her pregnancy so was tough and then you had a easier pregnancy. I don't know if there's yep. any such thing as an easy pregnancy, right, but right. you had an easier time than Ashley. But then the delivery for Ash was so fast, so quick. Everything yeah. went smooth. And then your delivery story, which... It was a nightmare. <laughs> Raven, <laughs> Raven, you are... Wonder Woman, Superman, oh, and Batman. So sweet. It's not sweet. It's the truth. Uh, all <laughs> wrapped into one. If anybody hasn't heard about your birth story, if you feel so inclined and comfortable enough, I would love for you to share it here. Because it is, when Ashley was telling me, it was, I, I, I don't, I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. I preference when I was telling Ashley, I preference preference like this is not going to happen to you okay like I, I was like kind of scared to even tell her because I, I knew it was coming up for her and I didn't want my experience to make her feel scared and I was like just promise me you're not going to take this and like think it's going to happen to you you know before I told her but um yeah I to make a long story short I basically um was in the process of giving birth. I had two epidurals and a spinal block and felt everything. I don't know how that's possible, but it didn't take. Um, and then that's cool. So it just like, did you start feeling numb at all? And then it went away or just they put the epidural in. Oh, okay. So you did feel a little numbness and then it went away. Yes. And they think it's because he was laying in such a weird position in my body that somehow it was not getting to the lower part of my body. So, um, that was bizarre. And then as I was pushing, this is kind of graphics. So just like, you know, Oh, that's all sorry. right. We'll put a just, they're, they're, yeah, it's, disclaimer. it's birth stories, you know, like it yeah, doesn't need to be, story. it's, what do you it's life. And so I was pushing him and his head was, was out and my mom and Adam were like, Oh my gosh, she has brown hair. And 
they're like, okay, three more pushes and he's out. And I kept pushing and like an hour went by and then two hours. And I finally said, is, am I not pushing him right? And at one point I was screaming from the pain so bad that I'm sure I scared everybody <laughs> on that side of the hospital because it was just excruciating if anybody knows. And finally the doctor comes in and she says, you're running a hundred degree fever and it's going up. And she said, the baby has a lot of meconium, which means he's used the bathroom in the womb, which is very dangerous. And it's a lot. So he's going to go straight to the NICU and uh, we're going to have to do an emergency C-section. And she said, but right now, and mind you, I feel, I'm feeling all of oh, this. God. She's like, so right now you have pushed him so far. He's not coming out. He's stuck for some reason. We don't know why. So I'm going to have to take his head and push it really far up in you so that I can properly cut the baby out because he's too low. I will cut him if I don't push him back. So at this point, I'm just like worried about the baby. You kind of like go in another place in your head about like, just, I want the baby safe. I heard her say NICU and like, I got to get this kid out. And so (laughs) while this is going on and you have, I know you don't know Adam very well, but we, we all have to get together at some point in our lives. I'd love to, you would love Adam, but he's so positive. I call him the optimistic, uh, delusionally optimistic. Mm He, and I need that because I'm more of a pessimist. And he said, wait, wait, wait. She's about to push his head back into me. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. So it's emergency C-section. So this gets written off on our insurance. Like this is free. Everything's free on our insurance. And <laughs> my doctor said, yeah. He high-fived her oh, God. across my body. <laughs> Did you like grab his shirt and, and be like, listen up, motherfucker. <laughs> No, because he is so funny to me. He just, I don't know how I find comedy in this moment, but he's just uh, so thank God funny. You did. And damn. so longer story shorter, we, they will me in, they cut him out, his cord, and I feel everything. How could you, I mean, not to like, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to if, like bring up trauma. But like, I thought about that when Ashley's telling me, like, you could feel getting stabbed for yeah. lack of a better way of saying I it. Did. I mean, holy shit. It was, it felt like someone took a box cutter, which I guess that's what they kind of did. Oh my and just God. completely, and just ripped me. And like, when they pull the skin apart, it was like burning. I can't uh, even explain it. You know how mm-hmm. someone like, can rub your arm really hard and it starts to burn. Mm-hmm. That kind of burn is like how it felt. When <laughs> that they kind of burn, except 1,478 million <laughs> yeah, times worse. Exactly. And so they told me, I was like, oh my God, I feel that. And they said, wait, what did you feel? And I feel them close me back up and put pressure on me. And I was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to feel that, you know? And that freaked me out. And you, like, why hey, weren't you supposed to feel that? Well, I just realized that wasn't, I wasn't supposed to feel that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. Cause that, it sounds like they were like trying to close you back up and stop the bleeding. Yes. Cause after I said, I, I feel that they were just like, oh my gosh, like they put pressure on it. Like, what are you feeling? How, what did it feel like? And I told them and they came to me and just said, they like came right to my face and said, the only thing we can do now is com- put you completely under. And I was like, no, I can't. He's about to be here. If I can just bear this just a little longer, I can, I can see him for the first time, you know? And so Adam, like I was in so much pain. I was kind of going in and out, like kind of passing out. (laughs) I'm about to pass out just hearing the story. (laughs) Yeah. And so Adam had one of the nurses take his phone and take pictures of everything going on. And like me opened up and everything. We have pictures of all that. And I was just getting these glimpses of Adam. Like 
I would like pass out in so much pain and wake back up and Adam would be like, he's here. And it was kind of scary because his face was so like, he had such a big smile on. I was like, he's kind of scary looking. Yeah. You're like, you're turning into the Joker real fast, bro. Yeah. It's kind of delusional, but yeah, that's a, his cord was wrapped around his neck three times and that was the issue why he couldn't come out, but he's healthy. He didn't have to go to the NICU. And so, yeah. I mean, how were you like, were they ever worried? I mean, obviously they're worried about you, but with your safety, was there ever a point where it was like, okay, this is getting not only just dangerous for Gates, but for you, for mom? Yeah, I think they were very worried that I had the uh, fever because him having all that meconium in the womb is what can make him really sick and me really sick. And that was kind of starting to happen. Mm-hmm. But we, it, everything was fine. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. I would say that and um, Jade having the baby in the closet is the two wildest stories, not just from like bachelor (laughs) babies, but just like babies in general. The two wildest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. Yes, absolutely. Bless Jade's heart. Uh, Well, bless both of your hearts. You guys are incredible. (laughs) And just when Gates gets older and if he ever gives you grief for anything, you just look at him and you say, one day, pictures. huh? I'll show him the pictures. Oh, yeah. And you just say, <laughs> listen, kid, do you understand what I went through to bring you into this world? I don't exactly. think exactly because I think about like my mom, you know, and of course, yeah, we all did it right. We all just like give grief to our parents when we're teenagers. We don't care. We don't know the, the scope of things. But like now that I'm older and I've learned like, oh, yeah, I was 10 pounds and my mom pushed me out with no epidural. I know when Ashley told me that I was like, whoa, I, for your sake, I hope the baby does not take after Jared. Like, oh, no, he's big now, but he, he was only born eight pounds. So he wasn't that bad, but no epidural 10 pounds pushed out of my mom vaginal. I was like, mom, you, I got to buy you lots of dinners. I gotta, I gotta make sure (laughs) that I'm paying for every dinner moving forward. Oh, I owe her big time. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. 
It's available at your local dog shelter. Find Love at First Sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. After that incredible birthing story, whew, thank you again for sharing because it is just the <laughs> wildest welcome. ride and like the coolest thing Riveting. ever. We have uh, our co-host here, Dean Ungler, live from <laughs> Hi, some airport lounge. Hi, Raven. Um, I'm sorry for being late, you guys. <laughs> but it sounds like I just missed a bunch of baby talk, huh? Yeah, you know, stuff, stuff you, you'll be glad you missed. You can listen to it later when it airs, but it's fine. Um, well, I apologize, Raven. It's great to see you. Uh, Jared, what are you laughing at over there? Just you look like you just woke up. You're uh, at the airport now. Just to put like Dean, just, you know, <laughs> Dean. I mean, Dean. I could run through a list of excuses as to why I'm late, but I figured <laughs> I would just, I, I figure at this point, it doesn't really matter for you guys. So I'm just not going to say anything. Raven, it's so <laughs> incredible to see you. So good to see you, Dean. You kind of took a little hiatus from um, social media lately, it seems like, but you're, you, you seem to be yeah. getting back into it, which is good to see. Yeah, I'm trying. I, I mean, it's hard. I also like always have this balancing act of like, what am I sharing and what is real life? So I, I've always had that kind of battle in my head from the very beginning. So still gone through that, you know, nothing new. Well, like I said, it's good to see you back. I saw you post with the with the family the other day, which is always good to see. Is Adam, are you guys really thinking about um, getting a house on a golf course? Because if so, I'm coming over all the time. Yes, you have to you have to come over. And it's not only a golf course, Dean. It is the okay. new PGA golf course that they are building in Frisco. So okay. it's it's epic. It's gonna be insane. Sounds like they might have you on the sales committee with that pitch. Oh, they probably already have Adam. I don't know how Adam <laughs> has done this. He's told me since the beginning of us even seeing each other that we were gonna live on a golf course and it has come to fruition. He has truly manifested this whole life we have together. It's really insane. That sounds exactly like I don't know Adam that well, only you know, from the limited time we spent together on the show and yeah. a little bit afterwards, but he does seem like a guy that's able to manifest his uh his destiny pretty well. So yeah, he definitely I picked really a good one. I really love that about him too. That's one of the things I've learned from him. You've always learned something from your partner. And that's what I feel like I've learned from him the most. Like anything is achievable. You yeah. Know? Your relationship yeah. seems like the, I, I feel like more of you in my own relationship and Ashley's more like Adam because Ashley, yeah. actually you said that you call Adam a delusional optimist. Ashley yeah. used to say she's either delusional or optimistic. Like you be the judge. So maybe yeah, she's both. She's both, exactly. Both. And yeah. then I'm more Which like you. Which is a you. great trait to have. It yeah. is, because I've also great learned trait. from Ashley of like being more manifesting, manifesting our, you know, dreams and putting things out there and working towards the things we want instead of, you know, I'm definitely yeah. more of a pessimist and like would be terrified to fail. So I would never go after Same. things because I was like, uh, I don't even want to like, I don't want to test those waters. I'd rather just do something that I'm comfortable with and something I know that I'll be good at rather than go after something I want and possibly really suck at it. But Ashley has yep. taught me the opposite. I'm with you 100%. Uh, I forgot that you guys were on the same season of Paradise. Who's that? Me and, oh, me and Raven. Yeah. Yeah. That's and crazy. Adam was there too. Yeah, all of us. All three. That's where we all. That's where we. Well, Adam and I were on the same uh, season before that, but uh, yeah, yeah, Raven and I first sand. You know, just uh, just didn't meet her standards, so we never had any romantic connection. And then, and then Adam strolled on in and and swooped her off her feet. So the rest is history, obviously. I think I was like so happy. I was like in such a weird love triangle with people that I was like so happy someone new was coming down, and you know, just worked out. I don't remember the story. (laughs) Love it's so funny to look back on it now, too. It's like, especially it's for so you, Raven, weird, I'm sure. Right? 
Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it is for all of us. Right. And now that when you watch it back, it's kind of strange to think like that's how all three of our relationships happen. And I was thinking about this this morning before the podcast started. We all met our significant other on the beach, but we none of us proposed and we're still in a, a relationship with them. Like, how crazy is that? It's like unconventional bachelor in paradise. Right. We broke we broke the mold, basically. Yeah. Yeah, we're yep, rule we breakers. <laughs> we're rebels. We're paradise rebels, baby. But yeah. Raven, it's been it's been five years for you guys now, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five years, insane. yeah, which is insane. It's so crazy. And Jared and Jared, you've been with Ashley for how four years? Uh we um, got together two thousand eighteen. So yeah, four years. So and then Kayla and I are three years. So we're the babies of the group, wow. I guess. Yeah, I consider you and Ashley like more high up there but i guess you're not officially together until like four years ago yeah because we met in 2015 but then kind of were off and on again and then just strictly friends and then got together yeah but that's crazy dean and kaylin you guys have been together for three freaking years holy crap time flies by i feel like i feel like the gap between three and five isn't as it doesn't feel like it's as much as the gap between one and three and for obvious reasons you know but i remember i think i remember when I saw like Raven's celebration post for a year and Adam's three or four year. And I was like, wow, it's been that long. That seems like forever. And now, you know, Kaylin and I have been together three years and I'm like, yeah, it's not that long. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It feels like you've known each other for way longer, but then it also is like, oh, that's just not that long of time to be together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. So what, so what have you been up to since uh, we last saw you gave birth? Obviously, are you guys having yes. a, any conversations around a second one by any chance? Yeah, we are. We we are hoping to start again in January. That's when we're going to start wow. again. Yeah, so we're ready. That's exciting. We're, we're family. I'm ready to be like the live, laugh, love mom. And <sighs> I just like am embracing that whole side of my life now. What is a live, laugh, love mom? Yeah, good for you to go through the delivery that you went and, and still be like, yeah, no, I'm ready for a second one. Yeah, I'm sure Ashley can say too, like you kind of forget. Like two weeks mm. after the baby, Adam was like, when are we going to have another one? And I'm like, mm, do not speak to me about <laughs> another one. And then after two months, it was like, oh yeah, I think I could do it again. It wasn't that bad, you know? I don't think Ashley's forgotten. Are you, are you, are, <laughs> Raven, are you guys going to put a cap on it? Or is it just kind of like whatever you're feeling? I think it's, I, I think we want to try for three but I I don't know it, Gates is like such a good baby that I'm sure we'll have a hellion in the mix of children so you know like maybe we have another good baby we'll try for three if not maybe we'll stop I don't know also I love the name Gates by the way thank you yeah Adam actually named him I didn't name him Adam Adam had two names one for a girl one for a boy that he was just dead set on and they were both G names. And I was like, you know what? That's a strong name. Gates got shock. I like, I liked it. So we stuck with it. But I was like, everyone's going to think I named him. I didn't name him. It was Adam. Right. Because you're, but it's way, but your name was Raven Gates, name right? Gates. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Wait. So did Adam have Gates picked out before he met no, you? No, he was just like wanted another G name and he thought it was really strong. And he played football in Arizona with a guy named Gates. And he's hmm. like, I think that's kind of cool. It's a very nice name. It's way better than uh, Gotts Chalk as a first name. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Adam said it took him a long time to learn how to spell his last name. So <laughs> we didn't want to make it too hard on the baby. Isn't that funny though? Like, uh, there are certain last names that can definitely work as first names, and I would say like Haben, maybe not so much. No. Gottschalk, definitely yeah. not. Ungler, definitely yeah. not. I don't know. You I mean, got you, you got lucky in that case. Yeah. You no. <laughs> Isn't yeah. your? Didn't you hyphenate your last name before? Wasn't it, or is this your middle name, Nicole? My middle. Uh, legally, it's now Raven Nicole Gottschalk, but um, I really thought about half and half in it hyphenating it hyphenating it and but i didn't it is what it is i don't know i'm like why did i even change my name at this point but nicole's your middle name yeah okay gotcha gotcha because i see that on your Insta or i think it was instagram right and i'm like is it nicole gates like it's a hyphenated last name but no that's the middle name okay yeah. but you're right i mean i'm sure jared can speak to it a little bit more like What's the point these days? It doesn't really seem like it yeah. doesn't have the same uh, effect as it used to, right? There's no point at all. 
when we decided, I actually changed my name. I'm not even done changing it legally, but I actually decided to change it after we had, we decided on the name Gate Scott Shock because I thought that was like too confusing and weird. Mm. If everything on my boarding passport, even like now, since I haven't legally got it completed, it's like, okay, Raven Gates, Adam Gottschalk, and then the baby's Gates Gottschalk. And like, we've had people hold us up in the airport and travel. And I, we're just like, okay, I'm changing my name, no confusion, and huh. we'll move forward. So like the air, yeah. flying and traveling had a lot to do with me changing my last name. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, Jared yeah. is, uh, I still want Jared to change his last name to Iaconetti. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, though. Unfortunately not. I mean, listen, I'd be open to it. Actually, before you came on, Raven and I were talking about last names and how I feel bad because the Iaconetti name is, I think, a better last name than Haven. And it's going to die because there's two men who are carrying on the Iaconetti name right now. One is Ashley's dad, who had two girls, and the other one is Ashley's uncle, who has no children. Right. So Very sad. Very kind of sad indeed. Asshole. So maybe like, <laughs> because, the th well, Raven, do you, Raven, you have brothers, right? Yes, I have a older brother. Yep. Yeah. So Gates was going to like, hopefully live on no matter what. And then, but you yeah. obviously named your kid Gates. But I think I can Eddie Haven might be a little difficult if we have a second one. Mm. I don't know. I can Eddie as a first name. I mean. That's pretty cool, though. I like it. It is cool. I can Eddie Haven. You, you can make it like Iac, A-I-A-C. I don't know. <laughs> Iac, you want me to name my second kid Iac, or or Nettie? Ne oh, Nettie, uh, dude, I thought you Nettie's said Nettie, and I was like, huh? <laughs> no, not Nettie. Um, well, Jared, what what do you want to talk about this week? I know I missed probably the first half of the episode, but is there anything um, pressing that you've got on your mind for us that we, you want to share? Oh, uh, well, we do have a couple emails that I obviously want to get to, and then we have a story here about a former bachelorette, Katie Thurston. Uh, who talks about dating herself after she split from John Hersey. Uh, okay. I thought that said Hershey. That'd be pretty awesome. Because as we know, so Katie went, so Katie picked Blake, who was from Tasha's season, Tasha slash Claire's season. Sorry, I talk with my hands a lot. Obviously, anybody who's listening doesn't know that, but Raven and Dean can see me just like moving my fingers. So anyway, Katie Thurston left with Blake. Blake was on his second season of The Bachelorette. They broke up. Then she started dating John, who left like halfway through her season. Now they're broken up. And she tells People Magazine that she's now dating herself, taking some solo time. And it's only been it's only been a week since she announced she broke up with John. Why does that feel like three years ago? Jesus. Hmm. Anyway, she shared a glimpse with People Magazine about how she's embracing the single life, which I got to be honest, sounds terrible. Uh, she... <laughs> Oh my God! Could you guys imagine being I'm single with right you. now? Oh no, no, no! It's scary. <laughs> could it's, you imagine? I mean, it would suck, but it's just so funny how far removed that is from your lifestyle now. You know, I think about like the well because at the coffee shop, there's a lot of URI kids, and they're all single, and I see them flirting with customers or flirting with each other, and like, dude, I am. I'm such the old man now. There is this generational gap. You know, like they're all like 21, 22. So I guess I'm 10 years older. So that's a pretty big gap. But dude, it's just like, I am I am the old man to them. It's so, it, it kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. Because like, I just feel <laughs> old. I make references yeah. they don't get. I sing songs they never heard of. Dude, like, even like, I'll be singing Matchbox 20 and I'm like, oh, do you know Rob Thomas? And they're like, who? I'm like, oh God, oh Jesus Christ. There are times where you're like, oh, Kayla and I went to dinner last night uh, at a restaurant near our house. And we walked through a group of, it was probably like high school kids. They were like skateboarding and like, you know, like just hanging out. It was like 8 p.m. And so they're just like hanging out past curfew or whatever. And I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like nervous that they were going to like make fun of us or something as we walked by. I don't know. Oh I don't know. God. I don't know why I feel like kids nowadays, you know, they're just, uh, they're ferocious and they're vicious. But um, I agree, man. You like overhear some conversations and you're like, what are these people even talking about? Or you see them post things on the, on Instagram or TikTok and you're like, man, I am so far removed from this like lifestyle that it's not like I, it's not that I feel bad about it, but it's like you definitely feel a little out of touch when it comes to that stuff. Uh -huh. 
At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Anyway, so Katie goes on to say, I love being able to share special moments with you all, the funny ones, talking about her Instagram followers, the happy ones, the outrageous, embarrassing, and heartfelt ones, but I don't know if it will ever get easier to share the sad ones. I appreciate every one of you that has supported us throughout this journey. We could not and would not be here without you. Obviously, that was in regards to her breakup with John. They both attended the San Diego County Fair last week with a group of friends He's also defended Katie from haters online who jabbed her um, about unable to keep a partner. He went on to say, I've never been so supported or unconditionally loved by a partner. Assuming and implying that Katie is doing anything wrong does not sit right with me. So they're obviously still on good terms. They just didn't work out. Uh, Dating yourself. I mean, she's 28, dude. She's got so much time. She should just enjoy herself, have fun, and then settle down. That's Don't you know, Katie, Jared? I've never... No, I've never met Katie. I always... Dude, you never met her. You ever say, like, just... You're always like, no, I've never met. And then you're like, oh, shit, we have met. 
Yeah, and you feel like an <laughs> yeah. asshole. Oh, it's the worst when people come up and I'm like, hey, I'm Jared, nice to meet you. And they're like, oh, we've met. And I'm like, oh, good <laughs> to see you again. <laughs> Dude, at your wedding, Jared, um, everything was happening so fast and we were in a rush. And I was like being pulled a certain way. And Paul, who I've met Paul like a million times, he's like your agent or whatever. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Dean. And I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Dean. And I met this guy like 10, 20 times. And he goes, Dean, it's Paul. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I feel so guilty about it right now. So I definitely, I definitely agree with you. I've actually, I've never met them either. Um, I've talked to John a little bit via Instagram because he's got a van that he's working on. And uh, we've got some like loose plans to meet up at some point. But John seems like a good guy. I've always been uh, uh, team Blake as well. Blake seems like a good guy. We talked a little bit on Instagram as well because he likes to travel and stuff. And we, uh, you know, have that in common, I guess. So never talked to Katie on Instagram, but I've talked to both of her exes and they both seem like good guys. So I hope the best for all three of them, I guess. Raven, any thoughts? What about you? Yeah, <laughs> what, what, any uh, thoughts, I mean, Raven? I, I've talked to Katie a few times on Instagram. Like we, we kind of became Instagram buddies a little bit, like when her season first started, but I haven't spoken to her in a while, but I hope the best for her. And I think it's really smart. She needs to date herself. I feel like everyone needs that time time especially like when you are what seems to be in and out of two relationships that are so public like just do you just do what you want to do enjoy yourself go travel like you can be with someone at any point in your life like there's a point where you just need to be selfish and do everything and anything you want to do I think she's she needs to be in her selfish phase and I say that in a good way yeah, absolutely. How does that happen? How do you guys get in touch while uh, her season is airing? Do you reach out or just do you respond to like a story or something like that? Yeah, I, th- I think she responded to one of my stories, actually. Mm. And and so then we, we went back and forth. I think that's how that happened. Yeah. Nice, nice. Do you think you yeah, should, she, yeah, I, I want to get into emails too, but I have a question for both of you. Do you guys think you could date yourself while also dating someone else? Yeah. Because I think, sure, like I, th- like I think about what you just said, Raven. And there's times that you need to be selfish, and I agree. And I think that there's times where you need to be selfish within a relationship. And Dean, you talked about that last week with Kaylin, and how sometimes yeah. you guys need to kind of like do your own thing to feel independent enough, so you can give 100% self to your, you know. Mine is mine is on a much more minuscule, like miniature level of that. But like I find sometimes where I feel selfish because there are times where I want to do things that don't incorporate Ashley, not because I don't want Ashley to be there, but because I like I I want to go play pickup basketball or I want to like go to the gym mm. by myself or I want to like, I don't know, go anywhere just like to have a minute to myself but i feel selfish especially not having a kid and with ashley and with the business so like i remember i talked about on the podcast a while ago but how i came home one day and i was exhausted and tired and i was like i just want to like go golfing or i just want to like you know hang out with my buddies for a minute and she's like you don't want to go on a date with me and it's like no of course i want to do that as well but just like i just you know it's different i kind of need to just like be myself for a couple hours and so it is selfish, but I think also necessary. And in my head, when I was reading this article, I was thinking about how I, both Ashley and myself, need to kind of like still date ourselves, not as mm. much, obviously, but to a certain level while also being in a committed relationship. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think agree. I think it definitely changes a lot. And you guys can probably um, check me on this if I'm wrong, but it changes a lot when you have a kid. Like me and Kaylin doing something selfish for ourselves, like leaving the country for a month by ourselves is a lot more achievable when you don't have a, a kid that needs to be taken care of. You know what I mean? Like, if Jared, Jared, if you were like, yeah, I'm going to Pakistan for a month to go hike the Himalayas, uh, and you Dude, had a baby even if home. I was like, hey, I want to go to the gym this morning, I couldn't, because yeah. we have too many things to go, and like, I want to let Ashley sleep in, so like, I have to stay home and make sure, you right. know, watch the little guy and feed him and make sure that she can stay in bed, so I'll take care of him and, you know, do all that, so it's like, it's everyday sacrifices like that that I'm sure Raven can attest to, obviously much more than myself, where it's, um, you know, it's hard to do things because it's like you want to give them time. And then, you, you know, when they're, I don't know, I, it's just like this constant cycle of guilt. 
I hate that you feel that way. I, I get it though. Like, I feel like I was very selfish in the beginning of mine and Adam's relationship. Like I was still dating myself and also, cause I didn't know him. I didn't mm. know him well enough to like, I think at one point I even told Dean, I was like, we we're probably somewhere in a club or something. Dean and I were talking. I was like, I just don't know him well enough yet. And I don't know what to think. I don't know where it's going. And then I, and I was still not that I was like seeing anybody else because I was exclusive to him, but I was still doing what I wanted to do, going places I want to go. I went to Fiji. I went to like all these other places when we were dating. And then when we got serious, I think we did. I mean, I've talked about this on even Ashley's podcast that Adam and I are so different in every single way that I think we appreciated each other being so different. And it's almost like we have, I don't want to say we have two different lives, but like Adam has his life and I have my life. And then when we're at home together, it's ours that we like created and built off of so many foundational things that we've worked really hard to build. Like, going to counseling and like laying everything out on the table and doing things the way we want to do it. And for our best interest and our family and what we wanted. And so I'm actually like, Adam told me yesterday, he said, do you care if I go golf tomorrow? And he never asked me to go golf. He just says, Hey, I'm going to golf. I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, why are you asking me like, go? Cause I don't want him to feel like, he's burdened by me and the baby in a way. And maybe that's my own insecurity, but also I know that he's going to reciprocate that for me. And that's just kind of our balancing act. And like you ebb and flow in your relationship and you throw a baby in there. You really, like I was telling Ashley, Adam and I did like premarital counseling. Um, We did like religious counseling because we're from two different religions. Mm. And then we did like pre-baby. So it was like, we hashed out a lot of our issues and like our roles that we're going to change with each other with the baby before having the baby. So that doesn't mean like we don't argue and like, I mean, we definitely have our moments, but kind of some of the other stuff we've avoided because we were kind of pre, you know, we got ahead of it. No, that's very smart. We're like, we have a lot of professional. Yeah. We have a lot of relationship coaches or professionals on here. Uh, that talk about couples should go to counseling, not just when they're having problems, but kind of like, think of it like a a gym almost, you know, where you're, you want to be able to maintain your relationship and not just have to. And I think Adam and I thought we were, we knew that we were so different from each other that that was like important to both of us. Cause one thing we never wanted was divorce and like, we can't ever Mm. say never, but we both know that's what we don't see for ourselves and we don't want that for our family. So like, let's try to get ahead of everything. Like we even had counseling and sit down about finances and like our roles there, like the stuff you really don't want to talk about, yeah. mm. but that caused the most divorces or that caused the most friction between couples. We even did that. And it was, I felt like I was standing in a room with a bunch of people when I was showing like my, you know, getting deep into finances stuff. I felt like I was showing every, like opening up my soul to people when it comes to stuff like that. Cause it's so personal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it really built our trust though, too. So, I mean, it's a lot, there's, there's a lot of things we did and that we're still doing to try to get ahead of the game. I've got a question about the uh, religion thing. So you said you went to counseling for that. How are you going to handle that when it comes to gates? Yeah, so we're trying to keep it private of what we're going to do, but (laughs) no, it's okay. I don't care. But ultimately, Gates can do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not, we will share our traditions with him on both sides of our family. It's very important to both sides. And we will celebrate all of the holidays and teach him the values of both. And I mean, it's up to him. If he wants to be a Christian, he can, if he wants to be, you know, follow um, Judaism, he can, he can do whatever he wants. And if he doesn't want to do both, that's his decision. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's can't a good really way. force anybody. That's a great way to look at it and very respectful of both. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we do have some emails that we want to get to before we wrap up with Raven. 
Uh, before we get to those, let's take a quick break. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So... I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Dean, myself, and Raven here to answer some of your wonderful emails. Uh, Easton, if you're out there and if you want to join in, read them, that would be great. Um, And there he is to save the day. Thank you for the invite. I always appreciate uh, being able to speak on this program. Uh, let's uh, let's read some emails. Uh, this one's from Lisa. Hey, guys. I'm a longtime listener. I've been here since day one. Thank you, Lisa. It's so cool being on this journey with both Dean and Jared and seeing them evolve. I know how I think Dean and Jared have grown over the years that this podcast has existed, but I'm wondering how they think they have evolved. How do they think they've grown? If they told their 20-year-old selves where they'd be now, what would they think? Would they be happy hearing that? Mm. Well, first of all, I want to reiterate, thank you, Lisa. For being a long-time listener. Yes, we appreciate it. That's a long time. That's like four whole years right there. Um, What do you got for us, Jared? Uh, How we've evolved individually? Uh, Just for yourself. Yeah. Um, 
how I've grown. Well, I definitely think that if I told my 20-year-old self that I would be married to a beautiful woman, have a beautiful kid, living in Rhode Island, um, owning a business, uh, I think I'd be very proud of myself. So I definitely mm. would uh, be happy to talk to my younger self and tell him where he is now. Um, yeah. How I've grown, I think I've just become more comfortable. I mean, it's such a cliche to say, but I definitely have grown more comfortable in my own skin, uh, more confident in the person that I am. Definitely more insecure, but confident at the same time, if that makes sense. Uh, I think like insecure in my vain way where, you know, I, I can't work out as much anymore. Or I'm not playing as many sports. And that definitely like leads to a certain... Uh, lack of of confidence in that department, but also weirdly enough, more confident in my own skin to say what I'm thinking or do what I want to do, um, you know, and to to let people know uh, that I'm imperfect. I think there was a long time, especially like right around when I was first on the show, that I didn't want to let people know that maybe I had no idea what the hell I was talking about. But now I don't care. Everybody can know. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So that's yeah. uh, that's been a nice development over the past few years that's some growth right there for sure um to go in the same order as you what would 20 year old me think well i thought i was gonna die when i was like 30 so i'm just uh i think 20 year old you <laughs> me would be impressed that i'm still alive honestly so you're in uh yeah you're an ot you're in overtime <laughs> i'm in overtime i legitimately thought when i was like a late teen early 20 year old that i wouldn't live to see the day that i li- wouldn't live to see 30 years old so yeah, I'm, I'm already, uh, I've already done pretty well in that regard, I guess. Um, and then besides growing, like, uh, growing the number on scale, I would say, yeah, I would say being in a three-year relationship has definitely helped me um, put things in perspective. You know, I'm not, I've never been a, a long-term relationship kind of guy. So I, I think uh, old me would be impressed by that too, so. Definitely still have a lot more to go. Obviously, I put my foot in my mouth all the time on this podcast. But uh, maybe one of these days that'll stop and I'll fully have achieved growth. But I want to know, Raven. Raven, if you could go back in time and uh, talk to your 20-year-old self and tell them uh, exactly what you've achieved, what do you think they would think? Um, I think I would be super proud of like my family dynamic. I also think I would just be kind of shocked because before the show, I was very, very private. And I just think I would just kind of be really shocked and I still have a long way to go to kind of like navigate that. And like one day I hope I can like delete everything and go incognito again, mm-hmm. everywhere I am, but, um, not that anybody cares what I'm doing. I'm just for my own personal self, not to care. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I'd be really proud of myself and I would just be really shocked. I mean, I was, uh, a town of 2000 and now I'm living in Dallas and I married a LA city slicker is what I like to call him. <laughs> I mean, I think I would just be really shocked of my choices, but I'd be really yeah. happy. That is true. Uh, when you would say it like that, it's funny to think about, yeah, from small town, Arkansas to yeah. now married to a city slicker, like you said, living yep. in Texas. That's just I'm living funny. in another dimension really. Yeah. But Hey, you're, th- yeah. you're thriving in another dimension, yes. I think is a better yeah. way to say it. Yeah, 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 Ethan. What about you? I want I want to know your answer to that question. Do you mind? Well, uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, you know, I've I've done a lot of growing and changing since we started this podcast, and um, you know, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I've become a more responsible person, and I've made so much money. I've got just been rich from working on this podcast. So <laughs> it's just it just insurmountable wealth has come my way. Yeah. I'm so grateful to you guys for providing that. That's you know, they say money can't buy happiness, but... Oh, boy, can't. They are so, they are look so at wrong. wrong. Yeah, look at me now, <laughs> they baby. They are so wrong. You got your nice green room. That's right. I could afford paint for my office. It's just been fantastic. I have a fake plant back there. Those things aren't cheap. Uh, it, yeah, so it's just been great. Thanks for taking me along for the ride, boys. Uh, is that... Is that, a, is that sconce hardwired into the house, or is that just a decorative sconce? <laughs> Uh, for those of you at home, I have a sconce that is hardwired into the house. I did it. Okay. I did that sconce myself. I did not hire it out. Did you? Yes, because it's important you to electrocute take... yourself. 
I didn't electrocute myself. You know what I did? I turned off the entire power to the entire house because I was afraid mm. of hitting the wrong breaker. And I know that's yeah. a uh, move that the little babies do, but that's what I do. I turn off the whole house. Um, but uh, but this isn't a home improvement show. It's a dating show. We have another email if you guys want to get to it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. It's from Anonymous, so we know what that means. Uh, Nick Vial. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have been dating... Yeah, so Raven, every time we... Raven, every time we get an anonymous emailer, we always say it's Nick Vial because it just is funny to us. Yeah, he just doesn't want to admit he listens to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I believe that too. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. He has a lot of dating issues. I feel bad for him. But uh, <laughs> and, yeah. at any rate, uh, I've been dating my boyfriend for about eight months now. He is my dream guy when it's just us two. He's selfless, gives me compliments, he's attentive. However, I see a shift in him when, it's, when we're around our friends. I wish that he acted like it was just us two all the time. I can't help but think, is he embarrassed of me? Or is he trying to act cool in front of his friends? Either way, is this a bad sign? For reference, I'm 22 and he's 24. Mm. You know, this email reminds me of the classic song by Destiny's Child, Say My Name. You know, <laughs> say my name, say my name. You acting kind of shady and calling me baby. Why okay. does something change? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so... My first advice would go listen to that song, see how that resolves. And then <laughs> secondly, and more importantly, um, yeah, that's weird. I mean, it, why do you, I, I guess, you know, obviously it's hard to answer these without a lot of context, but if he's acting weird uh, in front of his friends and he's acting differently than he does when it's just the two of you, I would definitely address it and ask, hey, listen, I feel like you're a little different when you're in your front of your friends and you were not as lovey-dovey or you don't really admit that we're together yeah of course talk to him about that don't be afraid you have every right to ask that i'm gonna go the opposite view on this oh, i'm I gonna go. say i'm gonna say that there's a time and a place hmm. so just hmm. be like at home i would say if it's just me and adam like there are things that people would never see if we are in public I just think there's a time and a place and maybe that's the circumstance here that maybe when you're home and it's YouTube, like he's lovey and cuddly and attentive, but when you're out with a group of friends, like he doesn't have to have his arm around you all night to know that he loves you mm. and like, cares for you. But like you said, I don't know the circumstances, but I do know there's a time and a place for that. And maybe he's just, you know, enjoying for time with friends. Maybe it's nothing. I like that. We, yeah. Us women tend to overthink and it may not be anything, but I don't know. Maybe listen to Say My Name if that resonates with you. <laughs> you <know? sighs> yeah. I I, I, it's helped a I, lot think, of people in the past. Yeah. I think I think that's all really good advice. Um, I, I uh, instinctively want to side with Jared on this one, though. I do think, and, and I'm only really drawing from personal experience, and whenever I've been like, uh, like shy with a girl I'm dating around friends, usually because I like didn't like the girl very much and I was trying to like suss it out um, but also too like maybe he's nervous or I don't know like like Raven's saying maybe there's stuff that they want to keep private um, outside of the house so I see both sides of it but I'm just saying from my personal experience it was never a good thing when I was acting this way in public with my friends with the girl I was dating around so were you lovey-dovey when you were just you two was it yes did, did you I would okay. say so okay that makes sense. To some degree, you know, as lovey-dovey yeah. as I can be. I'm not the most lovey-dovey person uh, just in general, but there was like a distinct uh, difference yeah. that, I would, that I would notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that was actually, funny enough, that was always like a telltale sign for me. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just not really into this because if I was more into it, I would be like more excited to, you know, like, yeah. like you were saying, like have your arm around her or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, different, different strokes for different folks. Like, just because it's this way doesn't mean it's necessarily the bad way. Like, just get, yeah, like, get to the bottom of it, communicate, and figure out exactly what's going on. But let me tell you, be ready for some bad news because it might not be what you want to hear. <laughs> that's true. Don't ask questions you're not ready for the answer for. Exactly. That's, and I do that's think people better get better advice than Dean and I have given in four years. 100%. So. <laughs> people get rubbed in all the time and, and then they get upset and they're like, well, you asked. Like, this is a this is an answer that I'm giving you honestly, and you you should never be you can be hurt by the truth, but you should never be like upset at the person for telling you the truth. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. just be ready for that. If that's the case, it could be it could be perfectly fine. Raven could be uh, right on the head with it. So I don't know. It's so hard to tell from an email, but you know that I don't know. Well, we should yeah. just call Nick and see what's going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I like how he said he's 22. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, thank you for your wonderful emails. Please keep them coming. You can follow us on Instagram, Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, Raven Gotchak, thank you so much for everything that you do. Congratulations on everything, on your beautiful family. And uh, hopefully we see you soon because um, yes. I know Ashley would really like that. that. And I'd love that as well. Yeah, we got to hey, get the boys together. Raven, yeah. you changed your last name legally, but you still have not changed your last name on Zoom. So that oh, needs to happen. Well, everything is Raven Gates, except I guess maybe my driver's license is mm. that's the only thing completed. So gotcha. even my bank bank statements say Raven Gates. So okay. I gotta well, figure how, all that out. Is uh, there like a timeline to get that complete by? Um, no, it just makes traveling very difficult. Like mm. My my rapid rewards points and my name. That's the whole thing. TSA pre check. Like it's a whole oh, thing. God. Like trying. I'm trying so hard. Yeah, it sounds chaotic. <laughs> I should have never done it. I'll just yeah. say that. If anyone out there is listening, thinking about changing your name, don't do it legally. Just say just spare yourself. Well, don't say that. I'm cha- I'm trying to change my last name. Uh, don't do it, Dean. Don't do it. Maybe I shouldn't. My brother did it. He didn't say it was that bad, but I do see like. TSA pre-check and all that stuff coming in and like all these like government organizations where you're already waiting in line long enough the first time. You don't want to do it all again. And I think it's really hard because it was during COVID. So there was like hard to get appointments. It was hard to get, you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Well, good to know. I'll let you know how it goes for me. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Raven. It was so great to hear from you and see you. Um, We're excited for little baby Dean to come next, uh, next January, (laughs) like you were saying. We'll keep a lookout for that. But um, thank you so much. We'll uh, talk to you soon, hopefully. Okay, bye. And tell Ashley I said hello. I will. Bye, guys. Bye, Raven. Bye, Raven. I'll just I'll tell Kayla to go f*** yourself. Oh, <laughs> it's different, Raven. <laughs> her Kayla. and Ashley have talked I so many times look. because of the pregnancy. Yes, we just talk so much because of the pregnancy. <laughs> just, but I, I love Kaylin. You know, I ride or die for Dean and Kaylin. I was. Mm. I hope you remember. I'm the only one that was like, "Yes, go get your girl." <laughs> um, I love her, but yeah, I, no, I remember. Of course, I was, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just giving you a hard time. I will. Um, we'll okay. see you later, though. We'll talk to you Bye, soon, guys. Bye, Raven. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.